And now, for your entertainment pleasure, an audio murder mystery starring a full cast of suspects. The Death of Dr. Davidson. Part 1. It's early evening at the Wakefield Manor, the country home of Dr. James Davidson, wealthy retired heart surgeon. Dr. Davidson has summoned his grown children to attend a dinner, during which he plans to share some bad news. As our story opens, we find his eldest daughter, Marlena Davidson Smith, and her husband Harrison Smith in the drawing room, waiting for the others to arrive. It's no use. He won't give it to me. You know he's turned me down three times already. Well, try harder, for pity's sake. Convince him you'll make something of yourself if he would only help you recoup your losses. I already did make something of myself. It wasn't my fault that Dan Market crashed. In fact, I only bought those stocks on his recommendation. I wouldn't take that approach, dear. He managed to survive the crash unscathed, richer than ever, in fact. Why must it always be up to me to make us whole? What about you? He's holding out that trust your mother left you. It's been years now. That money is yours. She meant it for us. For me, darling. For you, of course. Of course. But what's yours is mine, dear heart. And you'll never let me forget it. Ah, here's someone coming. Any wagers as to who will stumble in first? My sister, perhaps, and that idiot husband of hers. Or my little brother. I can't stand a lot of them. <laughs> oh, my dear, the feeling is entirely mutual, I assure you. Oliver, I know you don't want me to bring up the issue with Papa tonight, but I shan't have another chance, you see, and- For heaven's sake, Sadie, of course you'll have another chance. You'll have plenty of chances. We live not five miles from here. You can call on him anytime. Only let's not go about this plan of yours tonight, eh? Let's not bait the bear. He's my father. I dare say I should decide whether to speak to him tonight or not. Sadie, Oliver, how nice to see you. Care for a drink? I'll take a gin and tonic, Marlena. Thanks. You're looking as gorgeous as ever tonight. Why, thank you. My, that's a lovely gown you're wearing, Marlena. And what a beautiful brooch. I don't think I've seen it before. It must be new. <laughs> no, it's an older piece. Nothing fancy, really. <laughs> Nothing fancy, my word. There must be two dozen diamonds all heaped together in that garish pile. And here I thought simplicity was the fashion for fine gems these days. Unless, of course, they're paste. Of course they're real diamonds. You think I'd let my wife wear fake diamonds? What kind of a man do you take me for? I meant no offense, Harrison, dear. I simply meant that in your current... state... You and Marlena may need to economize. Although, my word, that silk ascot looks very fetching on you. It goes so nicely with that Burberry greatcoat I saw Hannah hanging up. That is yours, I presume. Sadie, do get to the point, if you have one. The circling around us like a lioness is so dull. Here you are, Ollie. Thank you, Mar. Cheers. Oh. I have no point to make. 
I'm simply admiring your taste in expensive accessories. One can't help noticing them. They are so decidedly designed to catch the eye. Sadie, enough. We haven't been here three minutes. Never mind her, Ollie. She's just making sure her plea for Papa's money ends up looking that much more noble than ours. Looking more noble? How can you possibly compare the two? Sadie, enough! I've never heard such nonsense, Oliver, really. To imply that Papa's money would be better spent on baubles and fancy scarves when there are countless young women suffering... On about the wretched fall women again. Must be Sadie on her soapbox again. Hello, old chap. Hello, Harry. Marlena. Good evening, Rodney. Good evening, Rodney. Oh, come here, Sadie. Embrace me. It's been an age. You're looking well. You look drunk, Roddy. I probably am. Where's Papa? Has he come down yet? I imagine he's holding court upstairs with Kitty. You know him. He demanded we all dance attendance at 8 p.m. and... Which means he won't make his grand entrance till 9 at least. Righto. Anyone have the foggiest why he demanded we all assemble here? No, no idea. Uh, no, no idea. Well, let's have a drink and catch up. Shall we? Oh, good evening, Mr. Davidson. Can I get you anything? Oh, how about yourself, Mrs. Forrester? No, thank you, Hannah. I'm sure my sister will be as delighted to fix me a drink as she was to furnish my husband with one. Really, Sadie, you do go on. Uh, excuse me, the doctor says dinner will be ready in... Oh, my 15 minutes. I better go check the potatoes. I say, where's that delightful wench Dulcie? Is she here yet? Leave that poor girl alone, Roddy. Don't you think she suffers enough, working for Papa every hour God sends? Fending him off, too? Huh. I shudder to think of it. Fending him off? More like egging him on. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver! What a dreadful thing to say. Dulcinea is not that kind of girl. I think we all know what kind of girl Dulcie is, my dear. You needn't worry about Roddy succeeding with her. Why would she settle for the sun when she has her sights set so firmly on the pater familias? She does not. What a scandalous thing to say. Oh, come on now, Sadie. It's just a bit of a joke. The old fool won't be done with Kitty for at least a few more years, and by then someone else will surely have turned Dulcie's head. Really, Oliver? You may just get her after all, Rodney, if you're patient. <sighs> those lips, those eyes, that corking bosom. I'd wait an eternity. Rodney! <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me you're not talking about me again, Rodney. Hello, everyone. Ah, there she is. My muse. Come here and kiss me, Miss Pangiatis. No, Rodney, you'll never change. No, I won't kiss you. Stop. Give it up, Roddy. You know she prefers older men. I'm ancient. I'm on the wrong side of 40. I've got 10 years in you at least, Dulcie. 11. Nearly 12. That's nothing. The old man has a half century on Kitty. Dulcie's positively geriatric next to the current Mrs. Davidson. Oh, I'm already beginning to regret coming tonight. They're all just jealous, my dear. You're so pretty and gay. You make the rest of us seem bloodless and dull. <laughs> jealous of me? <laughs> well, you oughtn't be. I typed my fingers raw all this week. You must have sent out 50 letters of one kind or another. 
Not to mention the phone calls that never stopped. Run away with me, sweet Dulcinea. Leave all that drudgery behind. We'll sail off to Havana and lie on the beach with rum cocktails and- Rodney, stop it. And so, here we go. Let's find out what the old man wants. 